So it is a Sunday afternoon, late afternoon, evening-ish, and um, I don't really have anything to do, so I'm just kind of cranking out content at this point. This is a topic that, um, one, is age old, and two, has a very controversial, um, I, I'm just, it's controversial, um, it's something that I have very strong opinions about, but opinions are like booty holes. Everybody has them. So um, we're just going to get right into it. Uh, again, as I always preface everything, I see the world differently. I see the world through the eyes of a black transgender man. So my um, my takes on this will be coming coming from that and drawing from my experiences that I've had and the things that I've seen and uh, how this particular topic plays out in the relationships um, that I have now and have had in the past. So today we're talking about female submission and if women should submit. I think that the term female submission is misogynist, so women submitting to men or just submitting, period. Um, we're going to talk about this from, from the optics of heteronormative relationships, because that's the most controversial. You don't really hear too much about, you know, in WLW or women loving women, um, the need to submit because a lot of people think, I mean, they're both women. So what's, what's the point? Um, but I'm going to be talking about it from a, from a heterosexual perspective. First and foremost, I think that, Women submitting to anybody is stupid. I'm gonna just keep it a buck with you. This, I mean, this is my podcast, so <laughs> I'm gonna just lay it out there about how I feel first. I can, I'm definitely the type of person that I can see both sides, and I'll, I'll talk about those sides here in a moment. But my side is very, very strong, and there are women who agree with me, and obviously, women who don't. It, it is what it is. So, first, before I talk about how I feel about it, I'm gonna talk about the research that I've done and the what I've I've heard about it, um, I think Fantasia, what was it, a couple years ago, she was talking about how women need to submit to their men, um, and just that's the kind of the natural order of, I'm just paraphrasing, it's just a natural order of things, and I mean, that's much to the sentiment of a lot of women who feel like her, you know, that it's, it. I've I've heard two different, two different perspectives. One, it's, it's a power thing. Um, and some women feel like any woman who doesn't want to submit to her man is an ego thing and she's too arrogant too. And, you know, men are the, the, the leaders of the household and the Kings and, you know, people who get into that type of ideology, Kings and Queens and stuff. So they really feel like a woman should have enough self-respect and enough self-esteem and enough confidence within herself to let the man take the lead, trust him with, you know, protecting, providing, just the traditional shit, you know, protecting, providing, you know, being the leader of the household, making the decisions, blah, 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 blah. And then a woman's job, and it's so cringy. I know that I'm talking about, (laughs) I know that I'm talking about the opposition and I should just be completely impartial, but it's very cringy to hear when when people talk about a woman's place or a man's place or, you know, because it, it very much to me forces people into these boxes. Uh, But I'll kind of talk about that more when I talk about my side or, you know, the the other side to this. 
so a lot of them feel like, you know, it's, it's, it's a, a power exchange, you know, even though there's a balance that a woman does have her role, even within that relationship. And then a man should step up and, and do what he needs to do. And I, I see that I'm not naive to that. I'm not saying that I just I'm completely oblivious to these to, you know, to these schools of thought. But I just I wholeheartedly disagree. Another piece of it is that uh, this this is a very age old thing. This this predates millennials. Um, this this predates you know feminism and black feminism and stuff like that. This very much goes back to the way that our grandparents and great grandparents had relationships and how you know your grandmama probably told your mama who told you that um, that men are just the leaders of the household. Flat out, I remember growing up. Um, with my great grandparents, their marriage was, even though they had a lot of resentment towards each other, it was just this kind of order of things of where my great grandfather was the leader. You know, he paid the bills. My great grandmother was a stay at home mother throughout their marriage. She dropped out of high school to take care of her and my grandma and my great uncles. Um, I mean, that's, that's just how it was, you know? So it, I watched a lot of grooming when I was growing up. Um, I watched my little cousins kind of whenever my great grandma. Let me let me. <laughs> I'm getting tongue tied. Whenever my great grandmother would make dinner, you know, it was always you know come come make a plate for your granddaddy, you know, or, or come come make make the man a plate, bring it to him, make sure he's fed. And you know, it was it was to me. It's looking back on it now as a man and. Growing up in that, I'm like, it's, it was very cringy and uncomfortable. But at the time, obviously, I didn't know any better. I just thought that's, you know, that's what you did. So that when I talk about the reasons that I wanted to transition, I'll kind of get into that and how I wanted to get away from being raised like that. You know, I that it, to me it was very, very misogynistic. It was very sexist. Um, but, but but again, we're talking about the opposition. <laughs> So a, a lot of the the women need to submit to their men in marriage comes from this very um, traditional, um, might I even dare to say, outdated and archaic um, train of thought, flat out. Like I said, I get it. I get that as women, you know, you do have your power. And I'm not in any way, shape, form, or fashion saying that if you are a woman who feels like she needs to submit that that makes you, you know, a coward or that makes you, you know, that you're not confident with yourself, that you don't love yourself. You know, it's, it's, I'm not really attacking it at that angle. Um, it's just I, I don't agree. Right. I don't it, it, no, It doesn't resonate with me. Um, and being that this is like a woman's issue, you know, so I honestly my opinion as a man uh, doesn't matter. But this is one of the topics that I really wanted to get into. So. Obviously, I have to put in my input, right? Duh. So, uh, jumping over to my side of the fence, I I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't really bring myself to make ever make a woman feel like she has to submit to me, right? It, I just I would feel like shit as a dude saying, well, not telling her that she has to submit, but just creating this these uh, the putting these reins on her like. Well, I'm 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 the man. I'm the alpha, and that's that's very much the vibe that I get from it. Like I said, I get for some people that's not that's not it at all. Um, it's not about control. It's about a power balance. 
I get it. But as a man, and the, the, the type of relationships that I, I prefer to have is 50-50, you know. And my like I said, my scope of view is one from a person who's gender nonconforming, right? That's that's the lens that I, I, I see through every single day. So, of course, I have a bias against things like these, because to me, what I read is that you're pushing women into this box of saying, OK, well, you do have power, but you don't have as much as your man. Like, you, I mean, you do. I mean, you, you, you influence, right? You take care of the house and you cook and you clean and stuff like that. And, you know, you take care of the family. But ultimately, if shit was to hit the fan, it's, it's the man's decision. And I don't I don't feel like that's fair. Um, it, even within that dynamic of, of women who feel like they have to submit and that submission is their thing and they're very adamant about, boom, I, you know, female submission is, is it, it's, it's the thing. Y'all have your own ways of, of making it work to where it's, it's not a, a huge imbalance. You know, it's not a huge, uh, it's not, it's, it's not this big tug of war. It, it typically works out. Right. But it's, it's on a scale. You know, some people view it as women have to be slaves. That's honestly what people people's interpretation of females of women's sub- submission is. Right. They think the women have to be, you know, barefoot and pregnant and, you know, like fucking Cinderella and shit, you know, scrubbing the floors with a toothbrush. And for some people on the other the other side of the spectrum, it's more so, like I said, relinqu- relinquishing the, your ego and saying, you know, I'm, I'm a strong woman. I'm confident. I have my own job. I make my own money. But at the end of the day, I understand that this is my king and he holds down this kingdom. I, like I said, I get it. <laughs> but I would never put a woman in, in a position where it's like, okay, baby, well, we equals, but you, you, you two steps behind me. Or like, you know, we both sit at the table, but, you know, we, we both stand side by side, but you stand just a little bit, a little bit back behind me. And that's that's something that I can I can never put that on a woman. Maybe it's because I used to be a woman myself and I would hate to feel that way. Um, maybe it's because, you know, and I, I do think my gender and me being trans does have a part to play in it and why I view things like this. Um, but I, I just couldn't. And that I wasn't socialized. And I also think a big component of it, too, is I wasn't socialized as a black male, you know, Black men are, are raised differently, you know, that men, period, are raised differently than women were raised. So being that I spent about 18 or 19 years of my life being socialized as a female and being taught to be, you know, sit pretty, get up off your knees when you're playing and, you know, sit like this and, you know, put some clothes on when there's men in the house. I, I, it's really hard for me to sit up here and, and even, even as a man, put a woman in that position where it's like, I run this. You know, I, I, I wear the, the pants around here because it's just mm, it's, t- it's very cringy and it, it, it would make me feel uncomfortable to, to put a woman in that position. You know, so the in, in my relationship right now, the biggest thing that I love is that there's no there's no definitive rules about gender when it comes to this. There's no relate. There's no rules or boundaries that, no hard boundaries that we've set about power struggles. There's not a power struggle. I feel like I've met somebody who I don't feel like we have to compete with each other in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Um, We don't have to compete financially. We don't have to compete for attention. We don't have to compete sexually. There's no competition. So why would I set that standard 
and say, well, boom, this this my shit. Or, you know, boom, I run this, you know. Or I, I take control, I take the lead. What is What do you benefit from when it comes to taking the lead? What does that mean? What does that look like? So when you take the lead and, you know, so say you're the woman in this situation and you relinquish that power to a man, what... What are you losing and what is he gaining and vice versa? Because to me, I don't see a reason why things can't be fair across the board. So a lot of it goes back to masculinity and femininity. But to me, again, just the way that I think, just the way that my mind operates, both people, both parties, and we're talking about heterosexual relationships in this context, both parties bring a masculine and feminine element, no matter who you are. No matter how you identify, no matter if you're gay, straight, lesbian, queer, pansexual, asexual, black, white, blue, green, Teletubby, Asian, Mexican, Indian, you have a level of masculinity and a level of femininity. But what I'm hearing from the the women's submission, hashtag women's submission team, clan, tribe, is that you should adjust those levels accordingly to have a smoother, more well-balanced relationship when I don't feel like that that's a thing at all. I feel like... Your masculinity and femininity, they, it's, those levels fluctuate from time to time. Never is there anybody on this earth, no human being walking this planet is 100% masculine and nobody's 100% feminine. But a lot of what I'm hearing, a lot of uh, through, through y'all's rhetoric, y'all hashtag women's submission team, is that I should, I should, a man should up his, his, his masculine energy and I should, you know, kind of, you know, dim myself down or, or, or shrink myself just a little bit, you know, so that this relationship plays out in a way that it should. And I can't, I can't rock with that. Um, and like I said, the, the, the best part of the relationship that I'm in right now is that there's no need to do that. I can, you know, there's no alpha. There's not a matriarch. Um, there's no, you know, well, I take the lead, I make the decisions. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's 50-50 across the board. And to me, that's that's how it, it should be. Now, another side of that, on the opposite side of it, I was just watching a YouTube video. I think the young lady's name is Sydney Standard. I think it's S-I-D-N-I Standard. Um, she's on YouTube. She was saying that when you do it the other way, the way that I, <laughs> I prefer... Um, when you don't relinquish your power to a man, then things don't go smoothly. And there are a lot of, there are a lot of queens who give their power up to the wrong man. And, and, you know, these clowns out here, they don't know how to lead a household. And I just, (laughs) like, and there's, there's another YouTuber who I like to, I just started watching her. I think it's Danica something, beautiful young lady. She calls her fans the crown heads or something like that. And she talks a lot about, you know, the types of women that men shouldn't date or should, you know, should avoid or whatever like that and blah, 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 blah. And a lot of her her fan base, a lot of her subscribers are black men. And I love going through the comments while, you know, while she's live or whenever she posts a video to see what they have to say. And a lot of them do subscribe to that same thinking. And it's so funny because you have a woman who's making videos and taking flack from other black women, other women, period, you know, defending you, but you all under the comments like, well, you know what? Well, my ex was like this. And, you know, the reason we ain't work out is because, you know, she ain't let me take the lead. I I very much see a lot of that and a lot of misogynist, um, 
a lot of misogynist mentalities in the comments section. It, it to, it to me, like I said, it doesn't work. It, do, it doesn't work. It does not work. When you, are, when you walk into a relationship and you're hell-bent on having power or giving up power or, you know, it's, everything is so structured and confined, it does not work. Because to me, what I found is eventually there's going to be some resentment. There's going to be some issues because in some ways you feel silenced. You feel muted. Like I said, you feel like you can't express things. And that, that kind of goes into a little bit of a conversation, just a little bit, a little bit of a conversation about the double-edged sword that is patriarchy, right? So she's talked, she made a video, the, the, the Nikia lady, she made a video about, it was the five signs of a toxic woman. And I was watching it at like three o'clock uh, one morning. And she was saying, if your woman um, constantly demands power, if she constantly emasculates you or, or you know, talks down to you, then she's toxic. I agree. Not saying I don't. I feel like that's definitely a toxic trait. Um, and it goes on both sides. If anybody that you're dating belittles you or makes you feel like, you know, you're less than or you're little or they minimize how you feel, definitely run for the hills, right? Whatever. But it's 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 just that simple fact that there are people out there who believe that I should I should I should be, you know, at the top, right? I'm at the top, you at the bottom, or like I said, even the, even that passive-aggressive way of approaching, this very roundabout way of approaching it, like, eh, we both equal, you know, but I, I get a little bit more. Like, yeah, we both sharing this steak, but I get the bigger piece. And to me, I don't, I don't think that that makes for a healthy relationship. It, it really doesn't, you know. I think that creates this, this level of contention, um, this level of there's something that I want to express or there's a need that I have or there's there's a desire that I, I want to fulfill, but I can't get it because we've already set the boundaries that this is my place in the relationship and I can't step out of it. Or because, right, 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 just to her point about, you know, emasculating men and stuff like that, if, if I, if I, you know, kind of do something that goes against this these boundaries that we've set, then I'm a pussy or... Or from a woman's perspective, if I say something that's a little out of turn, then I'm, I'm not upholding my con- my moral contract that we set where the man is the head of the household, if that makes any sense. So that's a lot, a lot of the reason why I can't get with that, that old school way of thinking. Or, you know, and a, a lot of research that I was doing, a lot of Google searching that I, that I was doing in the process of, of getting ready to make this podcast was, it was like... It, like I said, it's that that old school grandparent way of thinking that even women who are who are my age, right, in my age group, I'm 27. So women who are like 24 to about like let's say 30, 30ish, right? 20. That's a that's a good six years. Um, women within my my general age range, they even have it in their minds that this is a millennial thing, where where women who are our age within our age group are somehow brainwashed because they don't want to submit to men. You know, and and again, religion plays a part in and of like, well, you know, and the Bible, and they're so quick to quote the Bible and stuff like that and blah, 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 blah and stuff. But it's, it's not, it's nothing religious to me. It's nothing, um, there's no brainwashing. There's no feminist propaganda attached to it. I just think that, that women are slowly starting to realize that, they're in control of their own bodies. 
um, about the, the boundaries that they set, about the spaces that they occupy, they're becoming more aware of that. Not only that, but you do have to bring it to a lot of, uh, you have to bring, shine just a little bit of light on the fact that when we talk about relationships, the power dynamic has changed. So yeah, back in the day, back in the 60s, 70s, when your grandparents and great-grandparents had relationships, the man was the head of the household because we, we equated money with power and status, which we still do. But when it came to relationships, if you made the money in a relationship, you had the power, right? You, you, you had whatever say-so you, you wanted because at the end of the day, you were paying bills. It's not like that no more. You know what I'm saying? So nowadays, it's the, the roles have kind of reversed. And there's this there's been this valiant effort on behalf of black men who are dusty and ashy and broke and have poor credit to pull successful black women down because now that that dynamic has changed. Even though your granddaddy and your great granddaddy have power and they were the head the heads of their household, you're not in that position no more. It's 2021. So they see that there are black women getting degrees, securing a bag, you know what I'm saying? And you can't really rise to that challenge anymore. So now you got you got to get on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, and talk about how the women are just too independent nowadays. And what happened to the days when when men used to lead the household? But you haven't proven yourself worthy of somebody who's worth that submission that you want so bad. Which is another reason why I feel like submission does not work. <laughs> it does not. It's silly. The whole concept of women submitting to anybody is silly. It does not work that way. And again, when we're talking about black heterosexual relationships, you can't compare apples to apples because societally and on, I mean, I'm just being real, socioeconomically, we can't have those same discussions today in the same framework, in the same context as we were having back in the 60s and 70s. It does not work like that. You know, I said this, women don't need to stay in abusive relationships no more because it did <laughs> they don't need to stay for, for security. They don't need to stay for money. They don't need to stay for, you know, to, to, to keep a roof over their head to make sure their kids are taken care of. They do all of that by themselves. So I think a lot of it uh, is the fact that black men are intimidated that women have become so autonomous. It's like, you don't need us no more. But I think that there are women who say that, yes, I do make my own money. Yes, I do, you know, I do take care of my own kids. I do bring something to the table, but you're just not man enough to bring what I bring to the table. And that it, that's that's something that you didn't work out with it, within yourself, which is a sentiment that I completely agree with. So if you if you're going to talk that talk about how women need to submit to you and a woman needs to be this for you and a woman needs to do that, then you should have an equal, if not a greater force to bring to that situation. But me. In my little corner of the universe, I can never subscribe to those theories because they don't they don't benefit me for one. And then they don't and I'll say they don't benefit. I mean, I could easily be that type of nigga who's like, bitch, you need to do this and get in the kitchen. And it would benefit me. Right. It would be self-gratifying. I would get the power and I would get the the, the big boy pants to put on in a relationship. But morally, I would I would feel income. I wouldn't I would feel bad, <laughs> you know, for lack of a better word. And then it's, it's just like, that's that's not from a human level. I, I see us as humans. You know, I don't walk into any relationship where I'm a man, you a woman, let's lay down, let's let's do what we do, yada, yada, yada. I view whoever that I'm dating as another human. And that's something that not a lot of, unfortunately, not a lot of black men can say about black women. So 
just my my two cents, my two uh, pennies <laughs> that I have to contribute to that conversation about um, submission and women submitting and the the power struggle and you know the the balance and stuff like that. So there's a lot of like I said, a lot that goes into it, especially for Black people. The way that we have relationships is way different. Um, because of our history. So when you talk about relationships in general, you can't compare it to Rick and Sally and Susan and Jan and, and even Jose and Maria. You have to talk about it with a lot of historical context. Um, you have to talk about it in, in, as it relates to us. And I, and I say that as I'm tapping the back of my hand, like us, this, this color. So <laughs> um, as always, like I said, the, these types of conversations are open for interpretation. Nothing I say is fact. These are all opinions, um, and let me know if you agree, disagree, if you have anything to contribute to the conversation. Um, as always, it's been a pleasure, and I'm like I said, let's let's get these dialogues started. Let's let's talk. Let's open up the floor. So, peace.